Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. All right, 10 minutes after one. Welcome to Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Motena. I'm going to be with you until three. Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Um, I just want to tell you that it is um, National Nutrition Week and, and Obesity Week as well. And that is between the, the 9th and the 19th of October. So we're right in the med- middle of it at the moment. And the theme this year is Good Nutrition for Good immunity. We're going to be speaking to them uh, just to talk about what exactly this particular campaign this year is going to achieve. Rita um, Hamsa is the Haramsa is the registered dietitian and spokesperson for the Association for Diabetics for Diabetics in South Africa. Joins us now on the line. A very good afternoon, Rita. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. Hi. Hi, thank you so much for having me. All right, so good nutrition for good immunity. Um, Give us, just break down that uh, particular theme for us. So if we think about good nutrition for good immunity, something always jumps out, and I think especially with COVID being in the front lines everywhere, it's often that people just associate immunity with the infection. But we also know that healthy eating influences not just our resistance to infections, but also for contracting chronic diseases later in life. Mm. So that's specifically why the theme was this the theme was chosen for us to show the impact that um, healthy eating has specifically to um, prevent us from contracting COVID-19 to like um, support our immunity, but also to look at non-communicable diseases, as I said, chronic diseases, and what influence that has in terms of healthy eating as well. Let's unpack that a little bit. So it wouldn't necessarily prevent it, but it would, I suppose, support your immune system if you are healthier, right? 100%, 100%. I'm so glad that you touched on that. So we know that the other practices, wearing your mask, using your hand sanitizer, all of that is just as important. So please don't go temp Mm. um, COVID-19 and don't go um, be unsafe. So ultimately, we know that um, when our immune systems are stronger, that's ultimately where we will be able to fight it much better and have that resistance. And also, for instance, to reduce the risk, we know that the other diseases aren't just lurking in the background. They're still reality. So let's say not um, contracting something like flu or, um, or common cold, we know that immunity is important for all of that too. Rita, so definitely unpacking that is a good thing. <laughs> Rita, can you help us, you know, make the connection and the distinction and the understanding? Because we do often hear about, you know, if you've got comorbidities, you know, you are likely to be uh, a higher risk category and you're not likely to recover from certain infections and so on. Help us understand how exactly the body works. What does that mean? So if you are diabetic, for instance, and you do contract the disease, what is it about you being, you know, obese? Let's start with maybe obese. If you're mo, mm-hmm. is it mo, mobile mobility? What? How do you say it? <laughs> the the, or, the morbidly obese. morbidly obese. <laughs> if you are morbidly obese. What is it about that mm. that makes it more difficult for your body to cope with diseases, other other infections as well? A, a very good way that I always use to explain that is if we think about NCDs, mm. um, that's now our chronic diseases, non 
communicable diseases and like um, obesity, we already have, it's like you having to focus on one aspect. It's like if you have to multitask. We're ah. basically expecting our bodies to multitask. And we know that although women are quite good at multitasking, it, uh, it does have a bit of like not 100% attention on one thing. Um, and in that way, it's as if our bodies are multitasking, looking at COVID, but also taking into account that our diabetes, our cardiovascular disease, all of that also needs to be focused on. So that's the best way that I can explain it in very, very basic terms. So expecting our bodies to multitask puts us at a disadvantage, also knowing that the inflammation that we experience is something that then negatively impacts our health. Hmm. So very basic but it's the best way to understand it fully. So don't let your body multitask. Mm. <laughs> I, I want to just then focus on then the, the the actual theme for the week and what the objectives are. So we are having this conversation, but are we? what are we hoping to achieve in this week? So this week we want to place the emphasis on, and the, on the health benefits of choosing healthy and whole foods. That's primarily your plant-based foods like vegetables and fruit, legumes, and then also to minimize, um, minimize the processed and starchy foods that we, we take in. So starch isn't a bad thing, but remember the moment when it's processed and unhealthily prepared, that's where the problem creeps in. So we want to encourage consumers to make these healthy and affordable food choices um, by giving practical tips on planning, buying and preparing food. Hmm. So that is what we'd like to achieve, especially this year. Do we have stats for, for people who do follow those health um, you know, advices and how, how it does benefit those people who, who are already living healthily? Do we have a sense of what percentage of people and, and how, how, how those habits are affecting their health positively? So currently, um, if we look at the amount of people that, um, that are food insecure, then we see almost 20% of South African food, food households have food insecurity and, and adequate, um, and, uh, uh, not adequate access to food. And that was actually 2017. So that was a study done, um, the, um, Statistics South Africa, like three years ago, where we realized that ultimately it's if we think about the, the detriment that it has on our country, um, the not having the proper access to food and how that impacts our immunity, then we do know the alternate is also true. The moment when you eat your healthy foods, when you are physically active, when you have chronic disease, that the opposite will be the, the result. Mm. So unfortunately, oftentimes studies will focus on the negative, mm. but then we all, always remember there is a positive on the other side. Let's just welcome calls, if you don't mind, on 0891 as well as WhatsApp notes on 0614-104-107. Look, you may be struggling with whatever disease and, and diet has been maybe the one savior, or you'd find that you are struggling with your diet and you don't really know how to come out of things like uh, sugar addiction and those kind of things. We're more than welcome to to give us a call so we can try and assist you. Uh, Rita is is a dietitian, and we're going to be speaking to her until one thirty. Here, there, and everywhere. S.
So we are talking about National Nutrition and Obesity Week, which is now uh, between the 9th and the 19th of October. Rita Haramsa is a dietitian and she's also a spokesperson for Association of Diabetics in South Africa. And we're taking your calls and your concerns and whatever questions you may have around your health, around your diet on 0891-104207. Nosipo, you're calling us from Grahamstown. Good afternoon. Hi, Tanella, how are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for calling, Nosipo. Thank you for having me. Hmm. Um, I just have a question. Yes. Um, I have a younger sister. She's very young. Um, she is overweight. She is obese. And I just wanted to know how to firstly approach even having that conversation with someone who's so young. And secondly, like diets and things like that that can help um, someone who's overweight who is a lot younger. When you say younger, do you want to tell us how old she is? She's 10. Yo, Nosipo. Do you live with her? I do. Okay. Tell us about, I mean, is, do you get the sense that, because I think there are different categories, and maybe Rita come in here. There, there may be those who may have mm-hmm. a, an, another condition that's causing the obesity, or is it, do you think it's just habit of, of her eating habits? Um, do you think it could be that, or do you think maybe something else is wrong? Um, I do think it's habit. It's She's always been a little difficult to say. Mm. Sorry. 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 Maybe, no, suppose just give us that information so that Rita can respond. Uh, I, I was going to say, um, she's always been a little bit bigger, mm. even as a baby. But I think that is the habit. Um, she is a little spoiled also. That's what she wants. Okay. Um, so I think, yeah, she's formed a habit. Her portion size was very big. Mm. Um, yeah, things like that. And I think it's escalating as she gets older. Mm-hmm. It's not like baby fat anymore. Mm. Rita? Shannon, mm. people, thank you so much for sharing that question. And I think it's a very tough thing to actually be able to differentiate it's at a very young age and if it's always been she's always been a bit bigger um, if it's something that's underlying or if it's actually habit mm. and the best way to actually address that is to make healthy and um, healthy changes and substitutions in her life like when she's following a very healthy diet and everything is hundred percent and we still see the weight gain persisting often in that underlying we we do do blood tests and try to find the, the underlying cause but in that situation, when she's still young, um, always uh, we have this thing that we say in Afrikaans, basically, and that translates to, like, um, uh, sure, now I don't even know what base is. But it means, like, literally, <laughs> change your small little habit. Yeah. And, and to change your small little habit when you are young, because then it will be a habit when you're older. Mm. And in that sense, it's the the very big thing to sometimes have that chat, um, not in the sense that you that you condemn being overweight. And one aspect that I always say is that we can really change our healthy life um, behaviors, and ultimately, slowly but surely, lose weight and already then be at a better space without inflicting psychological um, stress on ourselves and getting to a space where um, there's a cause of concern or stress or fear. So in that space to encourage her to, to listen to when she's hungry and eat and stop when she's full um, 
to not emotional eat. If if you're feeling emotional, maybe go for a walk, chat with a friend, and ultimately try to increase things like water intake instead of um, of drinking like uh, carbonated beverages. Um, like instead of just snacking, um, eat something like fruit or something that will keep you a bit fuller for longer. Um, so definitely and show and model those behaviors because the moment when we do them, yeah. when um, you being an older sister, she mm. will look up to you and do that yeah. um, with you. So maybe say like every day we're going to take a walk yeah. and encourage her in that way. Yeah. And so, maybe don't make so it so much about thank her. Thank you so much for bringing that. Yeah, and maybe Nasipa, don't bring make yes. it so much about her. Just do it together. You know, just take mm. a walk together and and model it. You know, be the example. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to focus mm. so much on her. Just you know, let's just let's go for a walk. Make it make it a habit and and do things together. Okay. Okay. Thank you, you so much for calling. Thank you so much. All right, Nasipa. TJ, you. you're in MLO. Hi. Yes, how are you? Good. Thank you so much for calling me, uh, TJ. Yes. Uh, I, I think there are two things that we need to look at because I, I think most of our ailments are, are a direct consequence of our choices. If we can be off of fizzy drinks, and especially in the townships, you know, because I live in the townships, you see a lot of people growing grass, which they are not eating. If people could grow more vegetables and be taught how to grow their own food, and, you know, even when you have a, your car, you park it, you walk, you, 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 you keep a healthy lifestyle. I think you will be able to improve a lot of our health, mm. you know, and, and our people are, are making wrong choices mm. most of the time. Thank and so. uh, I think that's my contribution. Thank you so much, TJ. There okay. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Rita, is there a website where people can follow some of the guidelines and some of the tips and stuff? And maybe for those who really are desperate for, for some intervention and do need assistance, you know, where it's not going to be just telling them what mm-hmm. to do. They, there are people who maybe need to be checked up. Where can they get all that information? Mm. So all that information they can get on the www.nutritionweek.co.za mm-hmm. and they can also follow at the org za on Instagram um, where we share all these tips. We also link back to the website and we're also on Facebook. Um, so at the ADSA, the Association for Dietetics in South Africa. Oh, so they will get dietitians if you need one. So ultimately, yes, um, that's where you can get more information. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Rita Haramsa is a registered dietitian. She's also a spokesperson for the Association for Diabetics in South Africa, it adds and uh, she says there are also an Instagram with some of those little tidbits that you you know you may just find very very useful particularly now during this National Nutrition and Obesity Week it is running between the 9th and the 19th of October 1.30 now let's go to Utsi Saku for the very latest in headlines